0: Welcome to Healthy Mama Hacks, a weekly mini podcast where I share my best tips for hacking your healthy mama life with simple tips for easier eating, cooking, and living a healthy mama life in 20 minutes or less. Let's do this, mama. Hey, friends, Chris here. Welcome back to another episode of Healthy Mama Hacks. Today, I want to talk about something that I started talking about a couple months ago over on Instagram, answering a question from more than one of you, actually. It was a question that was asked kind of in a different way, but a few times in a row when I was talking about meal planning and meal prep. And the question that I get asked is, how do I cook for people with different preferences or different needs? I had one mom whose husband has some food sensitivities, whose daughter is plant-based, and who has a couple other picky kids. And then I also have a woman whose husband just has different preferences than she does. And they're both finding it difficult to cook for their family without feeling sort of like a short order cook. And so I shared with them and my community over on Instagram, which if you're not already a part of it, I would love for you to be. I'm at Healthy Mama Chris. That's Chris with a K over there. My DMs are always open. If you want to ask me a question to be answered on the podcast, either in a QA and a episode or in one of our Healthy Mama Hacks episodes, I would love to answer it for you anything from balanced eating to meal planning, meal prep, cooking, I'm happy to answer them. So what answer I gave to these women was the solution that I figured out for my own family, where we have our own needs and preferences as well. We have a couple food sensitivities in our family, and I sometimes eat differently just due to where my gut is at. So if any of you have listened to my gut health episodes in the past, I have IBS, and for the most part, it's under control. It's in remission, and I don't experience a lot of digestive symptoms. But time to time, I do have a flare-up come up. And that means that I do need to do the things that I know are right for my body and reduce some certain types of foods that I know just don't feel good. Things like tomatoes. And so that changes things when it comes to feeding my family meals. And some of the meals on our family favorites list just don't work for us anymore if I'm not eating a main ingredient for the time being until my gut feels better. And the same thing goes for Someone who has family members who have different preferences or are plant-based or have food sensitivities. It can feel really difficult and it can feel like you're making three or four different meals every single night and mama, that is exhausting and I do not want you to have to feel like that. So the solution that I have come up with and I got so many fabulous responses from this were to cook something I like to call base meals. So a base meal is a meal where you choose your base. Oftentimes it's a protein or just the main theme of the meal. And then you allow your family members to pick and choose the different toppings or sides to go along with that base. So you're basically choosing the theme for the meal. Tacos are the example I always give first because it's such a good example because you can cater tacos to literally anyone in any situation. So let's use that for an example. Tacos, start with a tortilla. You can use a tortilla that is a corn tortilla that's gluten-free for anyone who's gluten-free. Or if they're grain-free, you could use either a Siete Foods tortilla or you could use a lettuce wrap. For somebody who does eat gluten, you can use a flour tortilla or you could use a hard shell tortilla. Um, I guess that's usually gluten-free as well, so you're really your choices between the corn the soft corn or the hard corn there's so many different options just when it comes to the tortilla you can cater to people who have a corn sensitivity or who are gluten sensitive or grain free just with the tortilla in and of itself And then moving on to the protein, it's very easy to cater to people with different protein needs or protein preferences with tacos. So you could do shredded chicken and then beans, and then people can choose either the beans or the refried beans or whatever your plant-based protein is, or they can choose the animal-based protein, or they can have both if they want both as well. And then moving into toppings. So you can have so many different varieties of toppings when it comes to tacos. Things like salsa and guacamole are both dairy-free options. And then you have your dairy options like cheese and sour cream. You can have... Some cilantro on the side for a little bit of that fresh flavor or some lime wedges. You could also have some crunchy cabbage, either green cabbage or red cabbage. And those are both dairy-free, but not everyone likes those. And so depending on the preferences of the family members, if you've got kids who might not like cabbage or kids who do, and maybe kids who like cilantro, kids who don't. You could do roasted vegetables along with it as well, or sautéed peppers and onions for kind of a a fajita-style meal. So many different options just within tacos. And the biggest question that I get asked, and I will address it before I start giving you other examples, is, well, doesn't that take long to prepare multiple ingredients or longer to prepare multiple ingredients than to just cook one big super stew? And the answer is yes, to some extent. It will take longer to prep a couple ingredients, and there's a couple solutions for this. First is meal prep, and when you have things prepped ahead of time, doing some ingredient prep at the beginning of the week or the night before. Maybe if you're making black beans for one dinner, you make extra for the black beans on the tacos, or same thing with shredded chicken. There are solutions to make it easier on yourself. That's why I recommend using similar Uh, recipe item or similar ingredients recipe items ingredients when you are creating your meal plan that can be really helpful in that way also keeping it simple it doesn't need to be overly complicated just because you are catering to more than one person and the third thing is that it your whole family wasn't gonna eat that one meal anyway. If you did find a meal, if you do have a couple meals that work for your entire family, everyone likes them and they fit everyone's needs, you're gonna make those anyway, but those are probably far and few between. And if you're struggling with it, Those aren't the meals we're talking about. We're talking about the other meals. You were probably already making those meals. So you might be dealing with a situation where there's a soup or a stew or a casserole or something that only half of your family can eat. So the solution here is to make a base meal instead that more of your family can eat. And so you're still going to be making more than one meal if only half of your family is able to to eat that meal you're going to make anyway. Does that make sense? So... Base meals, yeah, they might take a little bit more time to prep. There's solutions to prep ahead to make that easier. Keep it simple. And you probably were going to be cooking more than one meal anyway or more than one component anyway. So let's make it something that's actually going to work for everyone instead of struggling to make it work for everyone. Start with the intention that this is going to work for everyone. I'm going to keep it simple and just make a few components that are going to work for everyone. So tacos are usually the first example that I give. Along the same sort of Mexican slash Tex-Mex kind of theme are burrito bowls. This is a great option where there's a ton of options for different family members as well. You can change the base. You can do rice. You could do brown rice or white rice. You could do quinoa if you want to do quinoa. You could do cauliflower rice if you want to do cauliflower rice. You could have a couple different options for a base. Same thing with a protein. And the toppings are going to be the same for tacos pretty much you might change something up you might do like chopped avocado instead of guacamole or maybe you want to do guacamole you could do pickled onions you could do a different vegetable it's up to you it's your meal and you know your family better than I do so choose a few topping options put them all out on the table let your family mix and match this is also a really great solution for kids who are A little more, let's say, selective. And it also encourages them to listen to their bodies and choose the foods that feel good for them and sound good for them and that are gonna be most satisfying for them. You might find that your kids choose options that you didn't think that they were gonna choose and they love them. And then sometimes you've got my youngest daughter who uh, a few nights ago or really last week, couple weeks ago, whenever it was, made herself a sour cream and cheese taco because she likes her carbs and her dairy. <laughs> and that was what worked for her that night. And you know what? I don't sweat it. It just, it happens. And she ate what she wanted and was, just, when was satisfied and she didn't complain. And there was no food fights that night. So It is what it is. She will eat vegetables eventually. We serve a variety of vegetables. So I know that there's going to be some out there that she's going to eat. If one night she decides that she wants a sour cream and cheese taco, then so be it. For mama's stress and daddy's stress and sister's stress to not have a food fight that night, it's worth it. So that's another great example. Balance bowls, as I like to call them, or Buddha bowls, similar to the burrito bowls. So having some sort of a base and usually that's some sort of a grain or it could be a a salad too. I guess that's sort of a different meal if you're doing a salad with different toppings. That's another great example there. But some sort of a grain in the bottom and then different proteins and different toppings and different sauces. You could have two different sauces. Remember, keep it simple. You do not have to have 14 different options for your family. It's just about having those options so that they can pick and choose what they want or maybe they don't even want a sauce. It's not up to you to decide what they put on their bowl or what they put on their taco. It's just up to you to provide it and then they can decide from there. There are options for them. Your job as a mama, is just to put the meal on the table and to do your best that it works for everyone. If they decide they don't like it, well, that's their prerogative. It's your job just to, to do your best. So if that encourages you in any way, I hope I hope it does. Just let them, you, you do your thing and let them do theirs. Pasta is another really great option for A base meal where you can make two different types of pasta in two different pots. That's not too hard. It's just boiling water and adding the pasta in. So you could do a regular pasta with white flour or whole wheat flour. You could do one that's gluten-free or one that's with a bean-based pasta. You could also and have all the same sauce for everyone, or you could have the same pasta with different sauce options that they can toss in, like a pesto or a marinara sauce or a cream sauce or a cashew cream. You could also do different protein options or different vegetable options to mix into those as well. I mentioned salads. That's a great option where you have a couple different base a couple different salad greens or spinach or something like that as the base and then they can add their proteins and they can add their toppings and you can have a couple different dressings. We love doing burger salads. Burgers are actually a really easy way to make this happen as well because you can do like a plant-based burger for one person and you can do a beef burger for another person. You just make them in different pans. It's not a ton of cleanup, pretty easy or different sides of the grill. So that's an option too, especially if you're you're doing like some plant-based, some meat eaters. Burgers and then whatever sides you want. And that's another great example too. So you could both have the same sides but have a different protein if you have different protein preferences or vice versa. You can all have the same protein and have different side preferences or different side options if you have different side preferences as well. And then different toppings or sauces Or a great way to mix things up as well. If you might have a different preference. Like I mentioned with the pasta. I don't love marinara sauce that much. Because I mentioned earlier. That I don't always do too well with tomatoes. So I prefer a pesto sauce. Because I know it's not going to set off my acid reflux. And I just actually like the taste better. It's more satisfying to me. So I would rather just throw a dollop of pesto on my pasta. While the rest of my family has marinara sauce. Are we all sitting around the table eating pasta together? Absolutely. It's not that big a deal that I have pesto. And they have marinara sauce. Same thing with The Buddha bowl. We could make a Buddha bowl with the exact same ingredients. We could have a kind of chicken and edamame Buddha bowl. So we have some rice in the bottom. We have chicken and we have edamame and we have some Asian slaw. I might want mine drizzled with peanut sauce and I know my seven-year-old doesn't love peanut sauce. So she might put tahini on hers or she might just eat hers as is. Totally up to the family member. Again, it's just up to you to provide the options and just let them do their thing. The whole key here is that you do not need to feel like a short order cook or spend hours in the kitchen every night to satisfy your family, but you can still serve your family and their needs because I know you and I know that you have a heart for taking care of your family. If you are still listening to this, you're like, I I need this solution because I wanna take care of my family and I wanna make sure that there's food on the table for them, but I'm done feeling stressed out. I'm with you, I felt the same way, and so I hope this provided you with just a few ideas and examples for how base meals can really help you serve your family with different preferences, different dietary constraints, and different needs, and you will go home and figure out a couple base meals for yourself. They're also something really easy to add to your meal plan, and you can just add base meal tacos or base meal bowls to your meal plan, and it can even be leftovers. (laughs) It can be, all right, I'm going to make up a pot of rice and we're just going to throw some leftovers on top of that because that's what we've got. Keep it simple. Make it easy. You've heard me say it before. Meals do not have to be hard. It starts with you deciding that it's going to be easy and finding a solution to fit you and to fit your family. So I hope this was helpful. If you loved this, if if this was helpful, please go ahead and let me know. Take a screenshot of this episode, share it on Instagram, tag me in it, shoot me a DM. If you are loving these episodes, either the larger episodes or these shorter Healthy Mama Hacks episodes, I would love if you would leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can leave a five-star rating or you can just let me know what you're loving the most from this podcast. It not only tells me what you're loving and helps me to put out more of the content that you love, it also tells other people and helps this podcast be seen and heard by more mamas that need to hear the message of balance and making getting meals on the table Able just that much easier so I appreciate each and every one of you listening I hope you'll let me know what your favorite base meals are please join us as well in the healthy balanced mama's facebook community it's my free facebook community open to anyone who is a woman uh, you don't even have to be a mama but um we are women only because we talk about woman things <laughs> That was vague and weird, but we do. And it's a safe community for you to come in, for you to share in your successes and your struggles and ask for advice to share your meal plan, to join us in book club, to just be a part of the Healthy Balance Mama community and to interact with me as well in a place that's a little bit more um, small and intimate than the big wide world of like Instagram or Facebook as a whole. So that's just facebook.com slash group slash healthy balanced mamas. And the link is in the show notes. That's what I've got for you guys today. And I will check in with you guys on Monday. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the healthy Balance mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.